about a lot of lost sheep were in the other room. <laughs> Michael Z was a perfect example one time. Remember that the church when the door was closed yes. and the door was open? <laughs> yes, I remember it clearly. We watched you. We watched you get stumped for about four minutes. <laughs> Look right, Mike. Look right. Oh, <laughs> it's funny, you know. People talk about focusing, but they're living from a focused view already, yeah. Yeah. Self-centeredness is a focused view, obviously. And then in that, you're thinking you're unfocused or focused, but the head is never not focused on self. Because <laughs> everything that's seen is used to imply the seer or remember the seer. Yeah. I mean, everything. Yeah, so... Remember, you see that, yes? Yeah. So the seeing doesn't derive from the seeing. The seeing is claimed and then infers the idea of the seer. The seeing is not proclaiming a seer. The act of hearing does not proclaim a hearer. It doesn't. It's just hearing, seeing, feeling, tasting, touching, thinking. It's the head's reaction that uses it to imply something that there's a seer, a hearer, a feeler, a taster, a toucher. But if you could actually talk to seeing, it would, it, would have no, it would have no recognition or any allegiance or any idea that there's a seer. Yeah. It's just made up. It's like a painted tale. Yeah. So talk about focus. So it's funny when people think concentration is going to get somewhere, but that concentration is dualistic. So what you're concentrating on, there's a concentrating of, of the one who's concentrating on. You don't see it. This is duality. When you're looking, there's a, there's a looking back. Yes. It's like a call the self-centered loop where you get engaged in there, but it's you. You travels into the thing you're seeing. Yeah. It finds a reflection in that. Yeah. So everything, like the idea of wanting to be a knower of God, God is like the secondary aspect. Yeah. Yeah. God will be an immediate recognition of always been there. It's the knower of God that keeps reappearing. <laughs> and for the knower of God, it keeps really appearing. It doesn't want to find God because that would annul or null and void the knower of God. Yeah. So <laughs> it, it just wants to keep up the charade, but it, the thing that it's hoping to arrive at, it has an incredible drive not to. So there's talk about cognitive dissonance. So one stream in you is going the exact opposite than this little trickle. <laughs> and more the trickle goes, the bigger this goes. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot that we don't see. That's why understanding is helpful because it's there and there was seeing of it. But at, the, at this moment, we may not be seeing it. Yeah. But there has been seeing of it and there is seeing of it. And that's why it gets triggered. That's why the message doesn't go to you. It goes to that which is seeing because that which is seeing for, it doesn't need a huge explanation. 
it's pointed out once maybe, and then the seeing itself expands. On you. It just, it sees a whole, there's, it's not like more seeing, it's seeing more. There's always been as much seeing as there ever will be, but there's more seeing. You see more of what you weren't seeing, yeah? So this idea of focus or concentrating, it's the mic, you know, when you put something under a microscope, it, you're being put under the, it goes both ways. It's not one direction, it goes this way. So you're concentrating on this point and then it gets a, a, a like a sonar tap on this. So everything is being used to refer back to you, the you you're not, yeah. And so what happens, which has the, the stronger whack, make sure we see Chris if he comes here. The stronger whack would be what is important to you, yeah? So I found in my life, getting out of this place was important to me. First, it was drugs. When I realized the fallacy of that, I thought, all right, spirituality, it's gotta be an inside job. Yeah, not knowing. <laughs> <laughs> that the act of identification was completely reigning supreme. I had no idea. So, of course, I had nothing to rely on other than the head, and the head was in self-reliance. So the head's whole uh, hierarchy is built on a self, yeah? And, and a failed one at that, which is trippy. And so, and of course, when it fails, you can't really you can't uh, tally up the evidence because it diverts the, the, you know, counting the vote, so to speak. And it just comes to the conclusion, well, if I can only manage better, <laughs> it'll work out next time. No, it's not gonna work. This is the beauty of, of failing. Yeah, when there's a point where it has failed and then there's a clear recognition of that. And then it's not only, oh, it failed today, it's failed. Yeah, and suddenly now the unsuspected uh, inner resource becomes suspected. You you rec you start seeing the horse you're riding's dead. <laughs> you're not going anywhere. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You're just trying to cover it up by buying expensive saddles and getting good oats and shit, but it's not going anywhere. You know what I mean? <laughs> so. And, you know, and, you know, a lot of times we're living for our face instead of our ass. The ass wants to get up immediately because there's no warmth coming from the horse. It's dead. <laughs> but the face, I can't be seen. <laughs> I bought this big saddle. I've given it the best oats. Okay, you want to, well, get up in you know, the dead of night and just step off and just tell the truth. You're not going to get it. Chris, we're over here. See, Matthew was asleep at the Sentinel. See, <laughs> Matthew is appearing to be the vigilant one. The, uh, Luckily, here we go. Matthew was, <laughs> Matthew was appointed as the Sentinel. He failed miserably. He's, he's now been demoted back to... <laughs> This is it. This is uh, the futility of Zen Bitch Lab, really. It took us years to get a website because everyone who we got to do the website was was young in recovery and they went out. 
So it took us like three years to finally get a website. The guy had, he stayed sober long enough to get Zen Bishlam. <laughs> yes, yes. All right. Well, it's nice to see everybody. I have, this is, uh, I don't know what would have happened to me if I didn't have this opportunity to share, you know? <laughs> you know, maybe institutionalization. I don't know. Maybe that would be good. Who knows? Yeah. But here we were talking, I went off, but we were talking about the Hoang Po. If you don't know who Hoang Po was historically, I think he was in like the 1200s or something. He was from China. And, uh, and in China, what they call Zen was called Chan back then, C-H-A-N. It's actually where Zen, the Japanese style of Zen came from. Yeah, the Jap Japanese people went over to China, met some of these characters, took it over and it got assimilated into their culture, which was more samurai-ish, yes? Where I don't think the Chan was like, the Chan was pretty chilled out, you know, like relaxed awareness and yeah. So Hoang Po, I really liked Hoang Po because one of the people that was seeing him was a scribe for the emperor's court. So he would write down what Hoang Po said that day, that night, not like 300 years later. <laughs> you know what I mean? He caught it when it was coming out of the horse's mouth, which is pretty awesome, literally. And so Hoang Po has said many things. If you ever get the book uh, by John Blofeld, Teachings of Hoang Po, he has one of the most beautiful, like two paragraphs, I should get it, uh, like description of the indescribable, the big M mind. It's just epic, beautiful, really incredible. Well, really sort of, you'll cry an empty tear of the voidness of it. Yeah, it's very powerful. But so he's said many things. And one of the things I've liked was whatever can be perceived. So if you look around the room or you're looking through this Zoom, you're perceiving me seemingly, the wall, yes? And I'm looking at these squares and I see people, some only chin up, some other people. Thank God I don't see the whole frame. And uh, I don't know what they're doing down there. So I don't want to know. Anonymity is for Zoom life. So here, and so I can see you guys like uh, Bill and Anu and stuff like that. So he's basically saying me, you, the chair, table, this and that, right, is the perceived, yeah? So we're in that circle of being the perceived. Even though there's an experiencing of perceiving, yeah, going on. So whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. So basically, what's going on on that subjective level isn't the object doing it. That's his negation. He was just negating the ownership or the way the mental state presents an object as being the one who's being subjective, which it's not the case. That's duality. And this is what non-duality negates, yeah? So whatever can be perceived is the body. What cannot be that which is perceiving. So I don't know what that is, and it's best not to know what that is, because if you know what it is, that ain't, it ain't it, yeah? You can't know it, yeah? Because unbelievably, we are it. See, this is the incredible thing about 
sometimes some of the greatest poetry and art is trying to know the unknowable. Yeah, it's a beautiful calling to try to express the unexpressible. But when it comes to us, yeah, yeah, trying to know the unknowable is the failure of trying to know it, which is a great hallelujah because we are it. Yeah. We are that which we would like to describe. We are it. This is the good. You can't escape it. And this is why it's difficult. If you were in a, like, I had a, used to use this old story in, a, in my recovery talks where so let's say you were born and there was a hand on your shoulder, yeah, from the moment you became sort of conscious, yeah? So that hand, I think someone else is yeah. coming up. Hey, Tommy, we're over here. Yeah, this hand is on your shoulder, yeah? It's never been lifted. And now it's having effects, but you don't know what's causing the effects. So one of the effects is this shoulder is, is goes down more than this shoulder. So you got to get different lengths on your shirts, yes? And this shoulder, all these things, and you try to figure out, make up stories why you, oh, I like longer shirts for the right arm. You know what I mean? You try to you just <laughs> rationalize it, but basically you don't know what's going on. And then one day the hand lifts. And when the hand lifts, then you know all about the weight of the hand. Yeah, because it's absent now. Yeah, this is how this message works in a way, because the head doesn't recognize shit that's never moved. If it's always seemingly here, it's almost as if it's not here, like space. Yeah, these things. Yeah, we like it. It 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 tracks things that come and go much better. So that's why it's story, the story of the fish probably doesn't know it's in the ocean. Yeah. And then it has a rude awakening when it gets caught and it's flopping on the deck of the ship. And then it realizes how valuable the water is. Yeah, but it's too late maybe then. Yeah, because the fish maybe is noticing everything else that's appearing in the water, but can't notice the water. It's appearing. Yeah, so our nature of mind. Tom, uh, John of God over here. We're selling shoes. Sorry, I'm just seeing. I saw he had some lousy sandals. So come on, we got some shoes for you. So, so, so. Uh, come on in, John. Yeah, come on in. Sit down. There's a nice chair over there. I lost where I was anyway. Oh, the fish in the water. All right. So the idea, this is sort of the idea of thinking that you're a great knower of many things and being frustrated, why can't you know the no thing is because you are it. It's even way past the example of the fish in water. In this water, there's no fish. Yeah, in the water that we are, there's no fish. There's appearances of tons of stuff, but the only level they can reach is appearing to be something because there is only one reality, which is which is us in a sense, not as an appearance, but as what our nature is. That's the assumption of non-duality, like it or not, really. It's basically saying the seeker concerning people in spirituality, the seeker is the sought. Yeah, it's not saying the seeker and the sought, the seeker is the sought. So it's a collapses all the time in space that the seeker is the sought 
permits, yeah? When the sought and the seeker are not the same, there's, there's value and there's momentum to seek. But when the seeker and the sought are the same, seeking, the same seeking is a disservice. Do you see it? It doesn't matter. It's not the, sir, it's not the seeking. It's, it's the underlying basis where the seeking is appearing on. If the seeking is looking for that which can't be sought, then it's going to be a disservice. Yeah. And in that case, shit, I can't find that. Yeah, because you're it. Ah, so the bad news, I can't even find it no matter how much I seek. No. Oh, but, 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 but you are it. Hey. Yeah, that's hopefully you're not in this phase. You've passed that. And now, hey, I can't get it. Fantastic. Really fantastic. I can't get it no matter. I can super radically focus and seek. It doesn't matter because the seeking and the seeker is the sort. Yeah. You already are that. So all of the, all the relevance that comes from doing or, or vowing not to do all that relevance, that's, that's almost like currency for the mental uh, financial system. Yes. The relevance of Paul. Yeah. It's so important when it becomes it, when Paul is going to try to become unPaul. Yeah. But in this case, you've never been Paul. So the relevance, the stock of relevance goes way down, like quick. <laughs> it can't really, it can't even pull its pants up fast enough. It's just it. It's you're not relevant. Now you're relevant on a lot of levels. Like I'm relevant to the cat we have because the cat only knows two humans that she will come near me and uh, Amelia, really. So, and that puts a responsibility really on us. The cat won't go to any other person. I don't even think she will if we left. She stays in the garage when we have people stay there for two weeks when we're away. They never meet her. She's just fucking, you know? So, you know what I mean? So there's a relevance there on this place, but the relevance of you being used to look for you is actually a disservice because it's denying the fact you are what you're looking for. It's just that simple. It's not like it's denying your fact. It's not your fact. It's a fact. Yeah. Looking for what you are is going to be a way of denying what you are. Obviously, it doesn't matter if it's if it's Sister Teresa or Mother Teresa. It doesn't matter who or what. The movement doesn't work. Yeah. Because this is the one catch. And this is what's so difficult. People love the idea of non-duality, but there's a stubborn core of denial, which is the focus, knowing it or not, that you are the reality as this. I mean, this isn't, this has been repeated thousands and thousands and thousands of times in the in the in the hallways of time and space that you are this. It doesn't. It's not, you know, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll immediately fall into what I am. No, it may not. You may have to look at what you're not. Yeah. And then have and watch an extraction of interest in it, not just in what it does or doesn't do, but in it. Yeah. And not and not uh, fall for most of its siren calls, so to speak. Yeah. 
just let it go. And it's sort of like, ah, and it just shrinks a little to a point where it becomes manageable. Yeah, 50% of the interest and attention has moved over to what you are from what you're not. What you're not didn't push it because that would be more interest in it. It's just happened. You've, you've had a clarity of understanding that brought about a clarity in all the misunderstandings. Yeah, and now you get the seeker is the sort. You get what can be perceived, cannot be what's perceiving. Hallelujah. Yeah, clear as day. It's not like a giant 500 page thing. It's a very quick little stiletto in the side. <laughs> you know, you're walking down the prison aisle, the guy's dead, and no one knows what happened to him. Stiletto fast right there. Whatever can be perceived, can't be perceived. <laughs> <laughs> I sort of enjoy doing it. <laughs> and then going to the firehouse. <laughs> so, so I hope that illuminates it a little bit. The idea of whatever can be perceived cannot be perceiving. And what I'd also suggest is just let that idea float up into these hallowed halls and just listen to the narration and you'll see the narration is based on the complete opposite. It's, its whole narration is what's, what is being perceived is what's perceiving. So Paul as the perceived is what's perceiving. It's just right there. I mean, there's the negation and then there's the repetitive affirmation. Do you wanna waste time trying to convince that? No. You negate the importance of it by seeing maybe it's not you. Yeah, that's the importance of it goes down. There's a migration of interest and attention and you're the one who finds out about it and gets the effects of it and expresses and observes it. Yeah, you're not the one who did it. Yeah, you're not the one that did it. Something's happening. You watch it and it may, and then, Oh, a lot gets, a lot can get revealed. It's not like big revelations, just a lot gets revealed. And uh, that knowing, which is a fine bit of knowledge, really, the knowing you have a home and not believing that if I stay away long enough, I'll forget, no. You know, or if I work farther away than, you know, the city, I'll forget more easily, no. There'll be a knowledge you are, yeah? And really that knowledge gets reinforced by seeing what you're not, yeah? So there's a lot of reminder of what you're not instead of how it's been used by the head reminding you of what you are, which you're not, you now see through that. And it's a lot, it's being used just like the head use it, but with the opposite effect. You see what you're not a whole lot more than you're ever gonna see what you are. <laughs> Because yeah. you're really that you are the seeing of what you're not. That's all you can see. Everything that can be perceived through these eyes is what you're not, as the, as the statement says. So instead of that misreading and everything that was that was being perceived was reinforcing I'm the perceiver, it's just switch. We switch the under underlying basis. We don't switch anything of the moving parts, we just, instead of uh, using that, you know, uh, juicer 
as a fucking chainsaw, it's being used as a juicer. Yeah. So now I'm not that, I'm not that. And then there's that knowledge that's just, it's just almost as if it's a radioactive isotope. It never goes out. You may not notice it, but it's always pulsing. Like they say, some nuclear uh, shit over a hundred thousand year life. Yeah, it's never gonna go out. It just keeps pulsating. Well, this is way beyond that. Yeah, it's like getting a nuclear piece of nuclear truth there. It's just gonna pulsate hundreds of thousands of years. You don't need it. You need it for maybe a couple of years now. Then you're gonna pass away into beautiful oblivion anyway. So, but yeah. It's the beauty of it, yeah? So knowledge, not the knowledge that you get in school, obviously. We're talking about a knowledge before knowledge, a knowledge that's built in. It comes from the first, let's say, sentient idea of the I am here. There's a knowledge of that I am. You can't maybe put it into language terms or you can't total it up in a, through mathematics, but there's a knowing from the I am about other stuff. Instead of trying to know through other stuff about the I am, you know the other stuff from the I am, yeah? And there's a knowledge that that's your home, so to speak. As, as Ramana said, whatever you get in touch with, just try to follow it back. It's like, so let's say self-inquiry is like uh, taking a string and tying it to the mouse, and then you follow it back to its the little hole. It's inevitably going to go back there. Well, you can follow everything back here to that is, the I am. It's all issuing from there. All the delusion, all the, every, every and anything, no matter what, how many ways it's appearing, all the appearance appearances are arising out of that. So if you take any appearance, you included, and just go back, step back, not forward as this, trying to arrive somewhere, but stepping back and falling into it, there'll be a, you'll run right into that knowledge that's never been erased. It's like, instead of going through that whole shit the prodigal son went through, yeah, where he, and everything that he was, thought he didn't deserve and didn't, uh, and so he, punished himself, so to speak, and he ended up in a pigsty. And he was afraid to, because he left his family, he was afraid to see his father, meaning God, so to speak. And uh, he was putting it off. And then he realized he just hit bottom. And he said, fuck it, you know, you can't do this anymore. And then suddenly, he appears on a road, there's no chapters of him pulling himself out of the pigsty it's like it never was even so he's immediately appearing on the road with his father meeting him with a nice ring and a new pair of robes and saying we have a huge feast going on son let's go yeah there was no bridge of a story he was in the pigsty fucking gave up the ghost he's right on the road father <laughs> and you know what i mean he, he, his head was what was injecting time and requirements in the re-meeting of his father. The father had none of that. It was readily available at all times, waiting, waiting, waiting. And infinite can outweigh finite. It doesn't worry and sweat like, oh, is it going to happen before it? Yeah, of course, I'm infinite. <laughs> I can't lose to the finite. Fucking go ahead. Do what? 30 pig size. It doesn't fucking matter. 
Once you get have enough, there it is. Yes, yes. Yeah. So once you've had enough of Paul Hedeman, there it is. <laughs> Just throw, throw it in there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. What's greater joy than to watch people, you know, meet that and go to have a nice coffee? I get that great joy. I do. It's beautiful. It's such a beautiful message because there's nothing asked of anybody. Really. Yeah, a lot of people have had radical things happen to them just sitting in these Zooms. Tell me, explain that. You haven't done any heavy lifting. You've come to these Zooms and something happens. And then you notice that you're traveling lighter and not taking certain shit so seriously. Did you set out on a course to, to complete that mission? No, you just came to a fucking, you know, strange Zoom and here you go. Yeah. This is the power of faith, faith. We've had so much faith in things that don't deserve it really. Yeah. And because they're not real, they have to demand more and more faith. But to have faith match with reality is an ease and comfort. It's a disarming. Yeah, it's a disarming. It's you're not going to need to uh, use it like a fire hose. It's just it's readily available source. Yeah, it provokes a whole different feeling, which allows you to be present and available for today. You know, people are paying thousands of dollars right now to get into a moment. Yeah. We never get ripped off because we can't be out of a moment. That, that was put to rest years ago. This fucking insane idea you could be out of a moment. <laughs> and it's never resurrected. There's no re-killing it. It was, a, it was a mistake and then it was corrected. It doesn't keep re-mistaking. Because it wasn't, it wasn't so to begin with. The fact that I believed I was out of a moment did not make me out of the moment. It made me think I was out of the moment for sure, but I was never out of any moment that I've ever been in. There's no way. This is what I mean. You don't replace a manufactured knowledge with a new manufactured knowledge, maybe for a while as a crutch or as an aid, but this is going to drop and you're going to have a real basis of your life. You're going to be a, have a knowledge that wasn't acquired or injected or, yeah, it's a knowledge of I am. Yeah. It's almost like from the truly from the horse's mouth. Yeah. And then you're the wiser for it. You're not falling for all the false evidence that's presented as appearing real. Yeah. You see the presentation but you don't give it the, the consent. It's not a choice. You're just leaning one way now. You're not choosing. The way you're seeing everything isn't based out of choice. You're just seeing everything like this. Yeah. Where before you were seeing, yes. So this is, you get established and satsangs here to support it. And it doesn't ask for much, does it? Shit, no. Yeah. And you get nothing, and then we get something. We go to a coffee shop, have some bagels or whatever, and coffee, and uh, have some fellowship. And then you feel, you feel, see, when you're feeling, when you're traveling lighter, you're not really noting it. 
because that's why you were noting it. You weren't traveling lighter. When you're traveling lighter, the noting it is dropped. You don't need to notice it anymore because you have faith in what's going on. You're not you know, waiting for the, the shoe to drop. You're just fucking, yeah, you've been convinced on some point to some point that, hey, you're not looking back. You just keep on going. Like you just put your foot out and then a stair appears. Yeah. Yeah. And you start living like that. Yeah. It's not begrudging other people's way, but this way works. So you're just going with it. And a lot gets revealed and you go through these layers of reliance, which is the surface reliance. Obviously, if it's not fighting a storm, it's fighting a, a, a past storm or a predicted future storm. There's no peace on that surface of this mental ocean. There really isn't. Yes. And there's not going to be peace. Yeah, we was, I, somebody was talking to me about celebrities. And I, re, I was remembering once I was, I was in LA and I met somebody, very uh, a celebrity. And they, took, they had me come over to their house. And they took me out in this beautiful backyard. And, they, and then suddenly you hear the leaf blowers. And he says, this is the bane. All these people are always working on their places and it's the leaf blowers. <laughs> so even him with all the money in the world had a huge space. No one could come in, but the sounds couldn't be kept out. Yeah. And then he can't go to a meeting because too many people know him. Yeah. And so there's all, you think all this shit. Yeah. Yeah. So I, uh, so let me just read this here so what does it mean when let's see what i said years ago <laughs> what does it mean when huang po says whatever can be perceived can't be perceived this is like interesting fact checking the person fact checks the person that's really good <laughs> What's looking is what you are looking for. Oh, that's uh, St. Francis. We went to St. Francis. <laughs> Somehow we lost the page of Hoang Po when we're at St. Francis. The seeker is the sort. Is it true? And if so, how can that sort be sought after? Yes. If the sort isn't sought, it already is. How can it be sought after? What's truly sought after is you. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so we'll, we'll open up the meeting, I think. Yeah, nice to see so, everybody today. I know you're past due. You didn't get the secret handshake yet, but just, I think 2024 is going to be a good year for you. Make it through the next few months. All right. We have a question from Chris. From who? Chris. Oh, all right. Hey, Come on. Paul. How are, you? Hey Chris, how are you, Chris? Good, good. good. Um, so it, it was interesting. You, you started the talk with this because, like, this week or or before, I came across this thing called a the, in social psychology they, they call it a fundamental attribution error, right? So bear with me a little bit, law yeah. words, right? But they say it's under when the observer underemphasizes situational and environmental factors 
for the behavior of an actor well over emphasizing dispositional or personality factors. So to me, that's kind of life, right? Because what's really happening is nothing in a way, right? Nothing is really happening, but the actor is kind of putting all the meaning on it. Yeah. So it's kind of like that is the power that we have in this place, right? To kind of put our meaning on everything that's happening over there. So it's kind of a glimpse, you know, in in, in social psychology that they came upon. Um, and I, I just found it like really, really interesting. And then then you you started the, the talk today with, you know, that that kind of that bent. Um, so yeah, yes, <laughs> sorry yeah, for all the words. If you read the course of miracles which came after a lot of stuff in 1970s. If you just read the first six, seven lessons, they, it basically says a lot of this. It says, you know, you and I are giving everything all the meaning has, and uh, nothing has any meaning and so on and so forth. So it's describing, in my feeling, dreaming. Yeah. yeah. So we're dreaming. And the thing is, it's not, the dreaming isn't starting as the dreamt. It's not Ali and Paul that's dreaming. Ali and Paul are part of the dreamt. Yeah, this is the dilemma in a sense. Yeah, Ali's believing, well, at best or at worst, I'm the dream or I'm in a dream or somehow. But in fact, you're the dreamt. Okay. So there was no idea of a you ever at all, except when there's an object that can be remembered as you. Yeah, so there, see, without the body, I don't think there would be any sense of you put on any ephemeral, of ethereal, spirit-like, non-binary, non-boundary thing. It wouldn't, there wouldn't be a, a singularity, even, it wouldn't even be a possibility in that world of no-thingness, yeah? So this idea of being a thing permeates a lot of stuff. And so when we're, when there's looking going through this, this, let's say, stew, that looking, that seeing gets altered, yeah? And therefore, a lot of meaning coming from all of this shit, meaning, is being projected on what we're seeing all the time. And then we see it as if that thing out there has that meaning we've given it. We don't see that. You can see it in, in just, uh, in the world watch news and shit mostly what's going on they projecting people project shit that they're actually involved with doing onto others <laughs> we're projecting constantly and so what are we projecting we're projecting these old ideas and meanings onto everything so basically the course would say after it presents these six uh, ideas i'm not don't crucify me i'm not don't have a course in here you know i'm just paraphrasing but the seventh one is it explains all the others which is uh we see only the past yeah so the past obviously is made up yeah it's a mental it's not happening now yet all the meaning that's being distributed now is coming from us seeing only the past so when someone sees a situation and they have a resentment, a lot of times it's because the situation has triggered a memory of a past slight, yeah? So 
maybe change the name and location, but the same feeling arises because we see only the past. This isn't about, this is not a call to arms. It's just an admittance, okay? Because you're not that which sees only the past. That's the fucking great news. So you can actually really hear some rigorous, thorough inventory of what you're not and not be defensive and fight it. And, you know, wait a minute. Wow, yes. So I saw, I see I'm giving everything all the meaning it has, but no fucking way do I believe this is going to manage that better. <laughs> no, because I don't see this, this as that which is giving everything all the meaning it has. I see that ability, but I don't see there's a thing running that ability. Yeah, I believe there's powers that are moving through us. In, in, in this life, uh, in a dualistic manner, there has been seen two major powers in me. One of them was of a mental variety that constantly talked to me about me and others and had me fucking really paralyzed, really. Yeah, really, just unbelievably. And then that ran its course. And in many moments, I would feel another power. And then, but then it became stabilized when I got sober and things changed, yeah? And now I feel, and let's, in recovery, they call it a higher power. You are that, yeah? But you can feel uh, the influence. And I've had two major influences, it feels like, something other than the mental state and the mental state. I don't need the name to something other. As long as it's other than the mental state, the treatment has been much better as this little action figure, or sort of like a camera, yeah, a camera that someone's been carrying around in a paper bag, it gets dropped, waxed, everything, or someone who has a real suitable camera box, has the right shit, has the lens cleaners, yes? Oh, the camera, if it has a little bit of sentience, is going to feel better with the latter owner, yeah? It's a nice little box, felt inside, <laughs> it's working. The other one, dropping it, fucking, the lenses can't see shit, yeah? Yeah. So this is what I feel. I felt, I do not believe there's a thing that's going to become an unthing. I don't. I just don't. I don't feel there's, there's no one of my family in here that's running the show. It's, um, I'm more like a sail and shit's been blowing it. Yeah. I've had a fucking some incredible hurricanes of addictive nature blowing it. I know what that's like. Yes. And now I have some other thing and it's not like my boat could change. It was the direction of the wind that changed its direction. Truly the boat, I was just going like this. It didn't matter all my vows and shit. If the wind was going Southwest, I was going Southwest. Yeah. But now the wind ain't going Southwest. It's a Northeast, let's say. Yeah. So this whole idea is a made up little, oh, I'm in control, but that's not my sense at all. My sense is I'm up for grabs, really. I'm like a neutral thing that can go one way or the other. And there's no me that goes the one way or the other. There's just a, like a potential or a possibility. Don't even see it, but it can go this way or that way. Not by based on its own nature, or its own momentum, but by some other momentum. Let's call it grace or spirit. That's how I would describe the experience of being here for this call. Yeah. Yeah. So 
it's impossible for us to think as a non-thing. The thought system is of thoughts, of things, yeah? So the way we know stuff, that which we are is unknowable to. So this is why I believe in Zen, they would say the highest form of mind is don't know, yeah? You don't know, basically. And it's, and it's quite freeing because there's such a drive to know shit as if it's going to stop shit, which it usually doesn't. Yeah. So there's an I don't know, I don't know attitude, which opens you up to have revelation from the wind. Not realization of the sail, because what you're trying to realize is always realized, but revelation from the wind. That's to me, if I can as paint a picture, that's how I feel. And I feel now many of us, all we need is satsang to keep the wind directing going that way. Yeah, it's, a, it's like a great form of maintenance with very little effort or thought. Just hear the truth, association with the truth. Keep rubbing shoulders with it. That's what they used to say in Hinduism. Hey, you want to be a saint? Hang out with saints. You want to be a sinner? Hang out with sinners. Yeah, exactly. So let this, you know, it's like you see a bear or somewhere in the jungle, in the forest, they find a tree and they're rubbing their ass on it. It, like this, yeah, sort of what it's like. It's not saying get to those places you can't get yourself. Yeah, ah, <laughs> like how dog is like that. Yeah, she can't get to certain places, and she knows that, so she comes over to you and ah, yeah. So here you go. We can't get somewhere. We can't get to where we already are. Yeah. So that those attempts need to be thwarted in a very nice space. To, so that there's a something happens you get something that you can't get maybe until it fails you get it you just see okay i'm really not going to get this so like you just said you read read this and then you read it totally anew because your head has changed yeah you're what the southwest is a little more northeast yeah and i feel grace and all like that is that's what ramana said in a way he said you can only go so far and then grace does the rest. Yeah. To me, satsang, live it, hear it. Yeah. 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 So, all right. Any so questions? I don't know. Oh, yeah. That was, I don't know if that answered anything. It just went somewhere. <laughs> went somewhere. I left, yeah, the, like... I left the Zoom sphere. Yeah. <laughs> The turbo sail. The turbo sail, that's right. Sail away, sail away. Hey, all right. Yeah, nice. yeah. There's yeah, thanks, Chris. There's like 60 people on here today. Six zero. And uh Esther, Esther has her hand. Or that up. mistake will be corrected after the meeting. All right, come on. Hi, Paul. I wanted to say that you remember that time that you said that when the lady was on the bus and it was rolling over and she was holding her iPhone instead of her head, protecting her head. Yes. Well, that that message has been very impactful. Um, and and I wanted to thank you for that. And uh, today, yesterday, uh, I had a, a reunion with the high school thing and I went to Kinko's and I couldn't copy the, um, I couldn't make prints of the photos I wanted to print. 
And so this, um, I did. I was aware that there was a scarcity thought coming. And so when CVS had the um, printer thing, I ended up printing out 480 photos um, because I ran, I just, I don't know. I just got so excited about sharing them and stuff. And wow. then, and then. It's um, like the fish in loaves. Which yeah. is <laughs> and, and, and it took three hours and Alan's waiting in the car. And do yeah. <laughs> I think uh, Alan has entered sainthood. Uh, yes, yes. We're going to open a Zen bitch slap commission and we're going to give our first sainthood to Alan. <laughs> having a committee meeting here. Yeah, we're going to, here we are. We're at the committee meeting of Zen bitch slap. Oh, that's yeah. wonderful. Yeah, we're going to pass. Uh, the first motion is to give Alan <laughs> this friend uh, sainthood. Yeah. <laughs> Revocable after a year, but yeah. <laughs> <No>. um, <laughs> but 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 so so what you were saying just now about you know about yeah the the um like trying to analyze it after the fact and all of that you just you're you're saying that well I I I I was I I wanted him to come in the store with me because I had a feeling that this might this sort of thing was. I don't know. I just wanted him to come to the store with me and he wouldn't. And then this is what happened. And so, uh, so, all right. So we listened to some, I know you don't, you're just selling cod, but this is what happened. We listened to some Wayne Dwyer and he, and he was saying how you could say, rather than that, uh, it's always going to be like this with the medication and this and that, you would say, well, you're always well, and you're always flowing at, uh, money towards you and that sort of thing. And, but this is not what you're saying. You're saying, that if you're just in the all, all money flow is towards me that's what yes. i'm saying yes that's what you're saying. not towards you it's very important <laughs> <laughs> direction is important there don't make enough mistake first lesson no go ahead <laughs> no so so I'm saying, what i'm saying honey yes is uh before you start the race ask who is it that's in the race yeah and then uh if it's not you and yet the race continues you'll travel run the race more lightly yeah yeah that's all and if you have to keep uh if the habit is stubborn and you seem to it seems to be so so real don't apply a mental solution go out and do something do some service watch bloodline something distract yourself because the head's going to change yeah, instead of instead of doing something indelible in your life, just let it pass by knowing having skillful means. The skillful means are not, you know, the end is really the means. It's these are means, not to the end, but they're means. You use them and then you hopefully the great value in them is not to need them, really, to me. So yeah, so that's where we're attempting to stay around. And uh, and I understand people uh, have trouble and stuff. And and if the demand, like if the house is on fire and you feel like you're burning, chanting that there is no house and there is no fire, it's much better to get a pail of water. But uh, you know, yeah, those when you see that you're the seeming fire starter. It doesn't end there. It leads to, and I'm not. 
And then when you're not the fire starter, you start losing interest in the fires. And then you start losing interest in the stories that the fires trigger. And you start traveling lighter. That's what happens. So, yep, when you if the house is on fire and you're burning up, get a pail of water. Use a Wayne Dyer thing, whatever. Yeah, do whatever. Use whatever trick that seems to work that day. But when the fires seem to have gone out, ask, well, you seem to be at a lot of fires, Esther, and, uh, and then take it a little further back. And maybe it's not you. Because the whole reason why the fires and the fire starter seem so important is they're somehow about you. So if you pull that rug out, a lot of the stories don't have a leg to stand on. They don't. You lose interest in it. You do. Because it's not about you. It's, this is right dog shit level working. Yeah. I noticed I'm quite interested in shit that seems to be about me. If I finally hear it that it's not about me, I lose interest in it pretty quickly. I do. It doesn't, I don't have to send a Navy SEAL 16 to grab my interest. It just leaves that immediately and comes back almost like, you know, the thing, a string. Yeah. What if we're, if they were talking about me, it would, I would, it would hold there, you know, trying to pick up information. But if it's not about me, it comes back. And after a while, you start losing interest in this, yeah, because you know it always comes back, and therefore you finally get on having never left. Yes. So it goes out, you don't go out. You come back, you don't come back. Yeah, it just looks like it went out and came back. It has nothing, you haven't moved at all. You've never moved. That's the dilemma. Yeah. Yeah. That's how can you tell, like for me, I was putting, I was taking these photos of myself and I was giving them to teachers from my way, my past. And um, I put my birth date and everything on the card. And, um, and then after the fact, I'm like criticizing myself. Oh, what if it gets in the wrong hands with my birthday? And then, but the point is to know the difference between when you're coming from the lightheartedness and, and genuineness of spirit. Oh, it doesn't matter the lightheartedness. It matters. Is it you? It doesn't matter if it's lighthearted or not. See, you're still in attributes. You've got to get to the other point, which is who is it that has the attributes? If you keep changing the attributes or wanting to, it's reinforcing that which has the attributes. Oh, yeah. You're, there is no one who has the attributes. This is how there is a someone by being so, it's so important I change this attribute. Only to you it's fucking so important. And maybe to Alan really but you know most people could care less this is the this is the biggest mountain in my they don't see it they see it as a fucking molehill because they're looking from their own mountains yes this is a subjective event what's giving more meaning to everything isn't the thing it's that which is before it so question that that's the whole point of these talks this is not about uh you know going with this or not going with that. I don't care where you go. It's who goes. That's what I'm, that's what I'm interested in. Yeah, because I know it's not you. <laughs> I know. So when you come and then there's a fear you'll never get back, you always seem to show up again because you can never really leave. Yeah. You can't hold your breath long enough in the infinite. It just doesn't work. It's just going to be revealed. 
you have this understanding. Yes, thank you. Unquality has been heard. It's the end of a lot of shit. You're just fighting for the shit. You know, you'll give up. <laughs> you will. It's happening. It's happening. I, I, I just had a moment. Thank you very much. Hey, honey. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. All right, Mike. Anyone? Who's running it? Kerry. My, yeah, Mike had to leave uh, for an engagement. Uh, I don't see any hands, Paul, so... There's a uh, lot of people. Maybe we'll uh, start saying goodbye. I think my contract for 2023 is 60 minutes, right? 60 minutes? I think so. 30. Oh, is it 30? 30. Oh, 30 minutes. So you got 29-minute bonus. Oh, all right. No. Nice to see you, Esther. Yes. Let me look at your face for a second, okay? Yeah, you're a little looser, right? That's good. Esther and seriousness doesn't go well. Yeah, that's good. All right, we got Chris G. Nice to see you again, Chris. Thank you for your share. Kerry, thanks for the service, bro. We got Surfo's iPad. Oh. Andy S., nice to see you, Andy. We got ham and cheese, and he's got a refrigerator to keep the mayo. Pretty good. There's nothing like bad mayo. Right? Too warm, no good. Yeah. Walter, Walter, am I supposed to have a talk uh, interview with you? Is it Walter Driscoll? No, 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 no. This is not Walter Driscoll. You're okay. not supposed to have an interview with me. Or, or are you looking for a job? But I'm not Walter Driscoll. <laughs> <laughs> I can oh, be fired at any moment. Yeah, I, I stopped. I, I stopped painting. Also, you know. And you did so. All right. We well, do I don't nothing know. anymore. Driscoll called me and said, Oh, oh. And I was wondering, the only Walter I know is my brother from another mother. And I don't oh, know. I'm not, oh, I'm oh, not. Oh. I know Walter Driscoll, yeah. Oh, you Walter do. Driscoll is another, like, he's a he's a cook that um, he cooks for Zen monks and he does like uh he interviews people. Oh, oh, all right. <laughs> I wouldn't do it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I haven't returned anything. So, uh, yeah, he didn't okay. explain much. He just says, I want to interview you in May. Said, All right. All right. So I'll check into it. Thanks, Gary. Yeah. Or you, if you know more about it, let me know. All right, Gary. Yeah. I mean, I don't know him personally. I just know of him. And I, yeah, oh. yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, now it's cleared up. That's good. I was wondering. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Mike. Nice to see. Nice to not see you. That must be Mike's uh, his wood area. That's cool. Mike C. Mike C. Nice to see you, my friend. We got Alexander. Nice to meet you. So we must have some new people here. If we have all these people, they're dropping like flies now that the talk's over. All right, Marty, as always, thank you, Marty. We're in, a, I think we had good Wi-Fi today at the church. Chris H., he's got the longest vacation of anybody. He's got 11 months off every year. Then he has to play Santa Claus again. It's <laughs> yeah. nice, nice. If you, that's a good job if you can get it. Kathleen G., nice to see you, Kathleen. As always, Dennis W., Tariq, 
my favorite guy in Dover, New Jersey, Irene. Thank you, Irene, for your, your great addition to our little uh, Zoom zoo here. Kenneth, Anu, as always, nice to see you, honey. Teresa, yes, Jed, formerly known as John, Jeb, and what, I don't know what's to come. Could be June. Angie, ah, the amazing smiling lady from Ontario. That's good. Nice to see you, Angie. You're coming to Sicily, I think, yes? Oh, great, fantastic. We got Matt J. Matt was in uh, Italy with us last year. Nice to see you, Matt. How are you? Oh, you're coming this year. Oh, great. Fantastic. You're going to have to leave, lead the, uh, the swimming into cave because Michael Z, I don't know if he can come this year. You're taking over for Michael. <laughs> right? right. Yeah, looking forward to it. Oh, yeah, cool. All right, John, Florida, nice to see you. Uh, we've got Nick B. Oh, Nick B. Yes, I'm looking forward. I didn't get that part, but I got everything else. So we'll okay. Gonna... We'll do as we'll do as much as we can tomorrow. That's great, bro. Nice to see you. Me too. See you tomorrow. Yep. Uh, we've got Vero. I think Vero. I don't think I've met you. I wouldn't remember that name. I think. Nice to meet you. Hi. Nice to meet you, Paul. Where are you from, Where are I'm you from, from Mexico. Oh, Mexico. Great. Nice to see you. Hope Thank to see you, you so again. Much. Yep. I can't see. Uh, I see Shans, the last part. What's the, see that name? Oh, our friend from the other day. Nice to see you. We got Roman, as always. Always a pleasure. And Vlad. I'm going to see Vlad and Roman. That's awesome. Hari, she's not at her dark retreat. She's got some light in there. That's good. Chris B, Boston. You're on. I gave, I gave uh, Tobias or something your email. Nice to see you. David, David S. Great to see you. We got Kina Stabil. Nice to see you, Kina. Nicholas, there he is, comfortable. Mike C. Uh, Mike's been with us the whole time. That's fantastic, Mike. Christina, Christine in uh, Kona. Susan K., the late latte lady. Tommy, Deborah from Alberta. Lori, Bruce. If I missed anybody, um, I didn't Greg, really. Greg from Minneapolis. Oh, Greg from Minneapolis. Oh, here you are. Yeah. All right. That's it. I think. Thank you. We'll be around. Everything's on Zen Bitch Slap. If there's a meeting that's supposed to be there, not announced, go to any meeting. It's the same Zoom with no password, so you can get in. So if it's if it's a Tuesday and it doesn't say there's a Tuesday meeting, just hit the Thursday and it'll bring us. Uh, because sometimes there's a glitch on the website, so just hit any meeting. It'll bring you right to the same uh, Zoom room. Okay, I hope that's clear. Mm -hmm. uh, thanks. And, and people who are interested in Sicily, it's off to October. You can get in touch. And Amelia's going to set up a talk for the people on uh, a Wednesday night after or before, before the Zoom. Wednesday and Saturday. 
Saturday. Wednesday and Saturday, so she can go over with ideas about the tickets and everything. So it was helpful for people last year. Oh, there's Sally Underwood. Nice to see you. Kathleen, I missed all these folks. I'll be seeing Kathleen in Sicily. Elon, uh, Elon, yes. Oh, they all popped up. All right, thanks. If I missed you again, uh, that's all right. Peter, everybody. Peter, I hope you're doing well today. Yes? Good. Yeah. I'll see you guys. Bye-bye. Are you doing the Thanks, Paul. Thanks, Paul. Bye-bye. Thanks. Thank you. Thanks, Paul.